So uh, one of the questions that I've been asked uh, by one of my colleagues is what uh, are good textbooks of hadith uh, for students who are beginning their studies in hadith and its uh, ancillary sciences? Uh, so the the first thing to realize is that we have uh, um, really primary books of hadith and secondary uh, sources and books of hadith. So uh, primary books of hadith are generally the, the Qutb al-Sitta, uh, so for example the Sahihain of Imam Bukhari Muslim and the Sunans of Abu Dawud, uh, Nasa'i, Tirmidhi and Ibn Majah. Uh, and I'd also add into that collection the Muwatta of Imam Malik and its different recensions that we have. So these uh, books together with the Muwatta form the uh, primary textbooks of Hadith. Uh, and one characteristic feature of all of them is that they are uh, uh, books that uh, are arranged uh, in a specific way. So the... the um, the aim and objectives of Imam Bukhari differ from the aims and objectives, for example, of Imam Muslim. So every book is unique in that sense. Uh, uh, and secondly, all of these books have full asanid, i.e. the chains of narration with the, with the text. Um, and so for a, a beginning student of knowledge, I, I wouldn't really uh, invest a lot of money into purchasing these at this moment. They're available online. Um, and once you start to familiarize yourself with ahadith, uh, then uh, later on it might be worth, for example, uh, purchasing uh, uh, your own uh, hard copies of these texts. And the ones that I really like are the uh, books uh, that have been uh, researched and edited by uh, Dr. Shweb uh, Sheikh Arnaut from Jordan, rahimullah, may Allah have elevated his status in Jannah, who did magnificent work in uh, looking at these uh, primary sources. Uh, and the footnotes are very good. And he also looked at other works like uh, the Musnad of Imam Ahmed, Sira Alam al Nubala, which is the work of Imam Dahbi, a biographical kind of compendium, as well as other works. So if you were to uh, uh, invest some money, I would go for the editions that have been edited by Sheikh uh, Shweba Arnaut, rahimullah. So coming on to the second group, which are the secondary books of Hadith. Uh, um, um, these are books, by and large, generally that uh, don't have the sanads and don't have repetitions of Hadith for brevity. Uh, and ones that I would recommend are for example, Zad Talibin, which is uh, Provisions of the Seekers, which uh, quite nicely sets out hadith as very short sentences. So they're not full hadith, they're maybe one or two words or a full sentence from a longer hadith. But they're very useful uh, uh, to memorize and also to start to get a flavor of the Arabic language. Uh, I obviously uh, recommend the, the beautiful works of uh, Imam Nawi, such as Imam Nawi's 40 Hadith and Riyadh al-Salihin, uh, as well as other works like Adab al-Mufrad. Uh, in terms of uh, having a holistic overview of Hadith uh, and trying to understand a bit more about the science and its, uh, its history and its evolution, uh, two books that I've really uh, enjoyed reading uh, is uh, Hadith uh, 
Muhammad sallallahu legacy in the medieval and modern world by Jonathan Brown, which is widely available, absolutely brilliant work. And I also like uh, uh, Sheikh Abdul Hassan al-Nadwi's work on hadith status and role, which is a, a more of an introductory text uh, to hadith. So if I was to read uh, these books, I would first start with Sheikh Nadwi's work and then progress to Dr. Uh, pro, well, Professor Brown's work uh, in terms of trying to understand hadith as a science and its evolution. So um, I hope that's been helpful. Uh, if you have any comments, then please let me know. I mentioned in the uh, last um, podcast with regards to uh, books of hadith that were useful for beginners that the Qutb al-Sitta uh, comprise of the Sahihain of uh, Imam Bukhari and Imam Muslim and then we have the Sunans of Imam Tirmidhi, Abu Dawood, Nasa'i and Ibn Majah uh, and in future episodes we'll uh, look at what the difference between these books are uh, and the difference between the Sahihain uh, and the Sunan works but an interesting uh, thing that I read recently uh, was with regards to the names of these uh, illustrious scholars. So we have Muhammad ibn Ismail al-Bukhari, the author of Sahih al-Bukhari, Muslim ibn al-Hajjaj, who is the author of Sahih Muslim, Muhammad ibn Isa al-Tirmidhi, uh, again, the author of, of the Sunan of Imam Tirmidhi, Suleiman ibn al-Ash'ath Abu Da'ud al-Sijistani, who is the author of the Sunan of Abu Da'ud, Ahmed ibn Shu'ayb al-Nasa'i, who is the author of the Sunan of Imam Nasa'i, and finally, Muhammad ibn Yazid ibn Majah al-Ghaznawi, who is the author of the Sunan of Ibn Majah. And... What's interesting about these uh, names is uh, that the first name uh, of these authors really revolves around two uh, root kind of uh, verbal nouns in the Arabic language. Uh, so we have uh, Muhammad, Muslim, uh, and we have Suleiman, uh, Ahmed, Muhammad again. So these revolve around the musters, the root letters in the Arabic language of Hamd, which is praise, so uh, and Salam, which is safety. So Imam Abu Daoud's name uh, revolves around the muster. Salam, I Suleiman. So, the thing that I read that was interesting about these names was uh, that the that because the names are based in the these two musters of Hamd, praise, and Salam, safety, the one who follows the blessed Sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and who studies these six works will also become an individual worthy of safety and praise. Um, and it is just an interesting uh, 
insight into just the names of these blessed books and further uh, illustrating and and potentially strengthening the argument that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, handpicked these great ulama uh, for preserving the sunnah of his messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So uh, it's just an interesting an- uh, uh, anecdote that I found in my reading uh, and you can find it in the foreword uh, of a, a book called The Introduction to the Sunan of Abi Dawood. Um, uh, and it's in the foreword on page 11. And the book is published by Qurtuba uh, Books in the UK. Hello. One of the salient features uh, and defining features of a, a student of, of sacred learning and sacred knowledge, Ayat Talib al-Ilm, is that I've observed that the vast majority of them uh, have a, an intense love for uh, for learning and in particular for books. Why is that? Um, it's a question I've often asked myself that why is it that uh, students of knowledge just have an intense uh, yearning to read books, acquire books, study books, uh, flick through books that they've uh, just acquired and the vast majority of them have quite substantial personal libraries and in the modern or postmodern age as we are in now uh, uh, a lot of students and you have vast digital libraries of uh, PDF uh, books that are quite rare and uh, have opened up new spheres of learning and even now uh, um, PDFs of uh, manuscripts uh, which is uh, uh, adding to uh, the vast array of literature that's out there and so like I said one of the, the features is that the common thread between all students of knowledge whether they're interested in hadith or fiqh or theology or seerah or language or the Qur'an, is that they all have this common thread of an absolute, I would say almost an obsession with books and learning. And the reason for that is that the books that we have are our link to the the illustrious uh, scholars of the past uh, and not only that you know we have many contemporary works that are extremely good as well but by and large the vast majority of texts that we have are, are our spiritual uh, religious cultural link to the scholars of of the past so you have books on hadith, books on Quran, uh, lang- uh, language, seerah, written by the great luminaries of, of Islam. And, and many of these books are multi, multi-volumes, quite complex in their argumentation, quite complex in their use of the Arabic language, but beautiful to read. Uh, so we have books like... Uh, Asaba, 
by uh, Ta'miz al-Sahaba by Ibn Hajar al-Asqalani, the great uh, 9th century Hadith master, who uh, many of you will know that he penned uh, a book on the terminologies of Hadith called Nukhbat al-Fikr. But in Asaba, he uh, lists the uh, the companions. It's a very useful dictionary to find out who's a companion and who's not a companion. Then we have multi-volume works. Uh, for example, uh, you know, the Ihya Aloom uh, al of Imam Ghazali, uh, a masterpiece on uh, social anthropology and uh, and uh, and adab and and zuhd, and uh, we have other books that uh, tell us about uh, the uh, athqar and the duas that we're supposed to read, such as the athqar of Imam Nawi. So we have a vast array of of literature out there. And like I've mentioned, it's now in a digital format and it's also uh, in beautifully edited uh, works that are in in print. Uh, and many students now have a mixture of digital libraries as well as uh, actual books. And books are uh, 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 an important uh, requirement uh, for a, a student of knowledge. Uh, to interact with them, to read them, to study them, uh, uh, and to always uh, try and gain more uh, benefit from the literature that's that's out there. Because like I've mentioned, they are our link to the past. However, there's a certain uh, way that we should interact with books. Uh, and, and that goes for uh, any... Uh, non-fiction title whether it be in the English language uh, whether it be in Arabic uh, whether it be on economics, politics, philosophy Islamic studies uh, there there should be uh, a certain way uh, in which we approach the book uh, and what I'm not talking about here is the art of reading or the style of reading that you should adopt what I'm talking is that once you've acquired a book then the 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 book has a certain right over you uh and 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 those rights i'm going to kind of just uh illuminate for you uh because one of the things that you hear amongst many students of knowledge and and many uh, beginners is that they have this guilt complex that oh no you know i've i've got too many books i've i've not read them i'm not going to buy any more books until i've read this book it doesn't really work like that because students of knowledge and researchers, we use the books as tools to find information. So not every book needs to be read. However, there is a, th- a certain way in which books should be approached. So when you buy a book, the first thing you t- should do is uh, make sure you study the, the title of the book. What does the title mean? Who is the author of the book? And you should uh, uh, study two important aspects one is the index of the book uh, the fahras you know which is important because it tells you what exactly is in that book and this needs to be studied it needs to be looked at it needs to be highlighted you might find interesting uh, chapters that you want to read first uh, and 
the second part is is that if it does have a contents, you can also look at that as well. It tells you the structure of the book, what's in the book, and its importance to you. Um, and lastly, you should read the introduction to the book itself, because that will outline the arguments, the premise that the author is going to make. And it also allows you to place this book in its correct place in your kind of hierarchy of your uh, books that you have my mentally or digitally or in your actual physical library so when you require that information or you require to do a piece of research you know exactly which book will have that piece of information because you've studied the index and you've studied the contents and you've studied the general broad outline of that book and then if you so wish, then you should read the book, uh, make notes on it, reflect on it. Uh, but the least you should do is, is, like I've said, look at the index, look at the contents, read the introduction and place this book. Where does this book go? Is it a book of theology? Is it a book of fic? And where is this going to sit in your library? So, uh, Or on your uh, hard drive, in which folder? So that when you do need that information, it's, it's readily available to you.